Are you about to send someone off to college, or are you in college now? Then check out today's episode. I'm talking to Casey, who earned his bachelor's degree at age 19 and his master's degree at 21, all at a fraction of the cost. He's passionate about helping students avoid the trap of going hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt for a degree. So please stick around and enjoy the show. To another episode of Coffee with Tea, I'm your host Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited. And I'm always excited. I'm, I'm thinking about that every time I bring up. I'm excited because this is going to actually save you some money. If you're the one who's about to send your your child off to college, you want to catch up what Mr. Casey Woodard has to say. It says you graduated high school or college in in less than half the time and half the cost. Is that what I'm reading? That is correct. I graduated high school when I was 18, but I had gotten my bachelor's degree at 19 and my master's degree at 21. That's yeah. That's what I said. I had to. I had to double check on this. <laughs> He did this in half the time, and you know, I want to ask, how did you do that? First of all, before we dive in, how are you handling this COVID-19? And then tell us how you did that. Well, handling it pretty much <laughs> same way as everyone else. I'm making the best out of the situation. Um, admittedly, a tough circumstance, but definitely、uh, since it eliminated some distractions in terms of being able to just use this extra time to try to get some work done, get the word out about this, and see how I can't help through this.、Um, but handling it, I guess, as well as I can. But definitely looking forward to the day where I'm able to walk outside and meet some people and hang out without masks. But making the best of it,、uh, and just I was able to do it. There's a bunch of just really. Um, not very well known, but super accessible shortcuts to being able to get the same exact college degree from the same schools, get the same exact credits, and just do it at a fraction of the cost and at a fraction of the time.、Um, and whether that be here, I'll list off a bunch of things that you may or may not have heard of: AP credits, CLEPS, Straighter Line, ICE, Credit Overload, whatever it might be. There are just an absolute ton of different strategies and opportunities available to every student, regardless of your. You know, intelligent level or subject matter expertise that are just open for anybody、uh, to be able to just get through college really quickly and really affordably. Like, like I said, I had to when I I had to do because I'm sitting here like I'm reading and I'm like, you look so young and you said you have a master's degree already and I'm thinking, how does that? I do. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I get the same reaction, but how? How did I mean? I know you talked about the hacks, and we're and of course we're not going to talk about all、sure. of it because we want everybody to read the book. You have to get the book. His book is entitled "Student Discount: Get a College Degree for 50% Off Without Scholarships and Grants." And、uh, like I said, you it's a, definitely a must read. So, how did you actually come across this process? How did this really become?、Um, I guess your your、uh, your 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 passion. <laughs> Sure. So it was definitely piece by piece. I didn't, you know, walk into college really hardly knowing any of this.、Um, and for some background, that's one of the things I'm really passionate about. Is you know, everybody says you know the typical way to save money on college is obviously to get scholarships, and those are obviously just an absolutely incredible tool. If you or your child or student aren't applying for scholarships, you really should.、Um, but a lot of like the really good ones or really you know valuable ones are only reserved for 
you know, the valedictorian, the genius or the all-star athlete. And I was none of those. Um, just for some background, you know, in the 10th grade alone, I failed math, history, and science. Um, and so I'm just really passionate about the idea that, hey, anybody can save money on college and it doesn't have anything to do with being, you know, quote unquote, smart or at least book smart or intelligent. Um, so I walked into college and in high school, the big thing was no matter how well I did at school, it didn't feel like it really impacted me at all other than, you know, I'd have a few points higher of a GPA or if I behaved better, I'd spend a little less time in detention. Um, but at the end of the day, I was there from eight to three every single day for four years. And, you know, no matter how good of a student I was, that nothing changed. Um, but when I started college, I realized that I, nobody's keeping me here in a sense that if I wanted to work harder, if I wanted to find hacks or shortcuts or whatever you want to call it, I could get through college way quicker and that would have a huge impact upon my future. Um, just, I'm sure, you know, a lot of your listeners are aware of the power of compound interest. Uh, the difference at retirement, if somebody graduates at the age of 23 and spends $200,000 on a degree versus someone who graduates at 21 and only spends $100,000 on a degree, but they have that extra two years of work experience making about $55,000, which is the average college graduate salary, at the age of 65, because of compound interest, that person who graduates sooner has over $2 million more in their bank account simply because they graduated two years earlier and found a way to spend half the amount on college. Um, wow. And in high school, that's never an option. You know, you're spending four years no matter how good you do unless, you know, every now and then a school might push you ahead of grade. Uh, but in college, the freedom is there for anybody. And I realized that, hey, I'm going to find every way possible to become that second student. Um, and so... That was the impetus of what caused me to really start learning about all of this. And then I just started, you know, looking it up online, asking people who might have graduated, you know, a semester, a year early, and just trying to compile just an all-encompassing strategy of how I'm able to do it. And I know it sounds cliche, but like I said, I, I wasn't a great high school student. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Right, right, right. So I'm, I, I, I'm fascinated with your story. And I know we, we talk about numbers and stuff like that, but really, I guess, a lot of my listeners would be like, do you, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, like how to even begin. Cause like I said, it's such a big, it's like such a phenomenon, you know, that like I said, you're, you're so young. Now here's my question, I guess. You got through the college and stuff. Do you feel like it is hindering you now or people are, you know, are they, I'm taking you serious. You know, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. Sure. Like, no, I completely do understand. To, do you have to struggle with that? You know, because you did go through so fast. Do you have that struggle? Sure. Uh, so it definitely gets some weird looks. Um, but after you talk to them, um, nine times out of ten, um, at risk of coming off, you know, the wrong way. Like they usually come off more impressed than you know. Like I said, I think anybody could do this. I don't think I'm particularly you know intelligent or book smart. Um, but obviously, like, it is a feat, to say the least. And so when they hear that, it's normally like, okay, sure, he's younger. But, you know, in terms of a job context, I mean, is there a huge difference between hiring a 22-year-old or a 24-year-old? Um, and especially, hey, like, we know somebody's coming out at 22 and was able to get their master's degree. Um, it gets some weird looks, and it takes a little explaining. But clearly, at least, I assume if you're asking from the perspective of, you know, when it came to me searching for jobs, um, if anything, it really displayed, you know, a bias towards action or just the fact that I'm willing to work hard to accomplish goals. Um, so it's definitely a weird thing, you know, when people first hear it, 
Um, I do have the luxury of having a bit of facial hair. So normally people will give me the benefit of the doubt that maybe I'm a couple years older than I am. Um, but yeah, it gets weird looks, but I don't feel like it's hindered me at all. And in a lot of capacities, I feel like it's almost helped because, um, in a way sort of displayed, or I have a way to show that, Hey, I'm not just talk. Like if I'm working for you, I know how to work. I know how to find a way to get things done. Um, and in a way it's almost, you know, unconventionality or shows like creativity that, Hey, people do this the entire way. And maybe at the company I'm applying to work for, they do it this way, but I'm going to find a way to do it differently if there's a better way to do it. Um, right. So it, it definitely is a weird thing for a lot of people, but I don't feel like it's been a negative thing at all. Right, and right. like I said, the, the benefits um, for me personally, or for anybody who's able to do this, I feel like far outweigh the negatives of, I look a little young for my credentials, if you will. Right, right. Like I said, I'm not trying to put any, you know, discredit. No. I'm just right, like, like I said, those might be absolutely some of the things, like, parents are thinking, like, well, who's going to take my child serious if they've gone through, you know, they don't have the, you know, they think they don't have the experience. So that's that's re really yeah. Where so yeah, know, I, I completely understand. <laughs> I always try to think like the perspective, of, like the audience, like if you know, yeah, you yeah. So the question is like. What would you really want to like, um, I guess the biggest experience of learning this is really, what would you really encourage students who are struggling with school to, you know, to look into this kind of stuff? It's college really for them and how, you know, you know, cause you, you know, like I said, you failed through school. So how yeah. did you know, this become, like I said, a crusade, I would say a crusade, crusade for you. Cause yeah, so I think the way that it became a passion for me for helping other people is the same way that um, it started where I had that flicker moment where I feel like for a lot of people, um, not everyone, but especially in more like affluent areas or just the United States, it's really taught that just the trajectory of most, at least like middle class and up, your trajectory is just going to be your start in kindergarten, go through 12th grade, you'll apply to college, you'll go there for four years or so. And then it's only at that point that you can really say, like, here's what I want to do with my life, or here's what I want to make of myself. Um, and I just don't feel like that's the best approach for most people. And I believe that college is an absolutely incredible tool, uh, for better or for worse, if, you know, somebody's 18, year old, 18 years old, 22 years old, and they're applying for a job, um, perhaps, unfortunately, the job description isn't going to say, must know the you know must know xyz about a particular topic it says you have to have a degree in a certain subject matter um so for better or for worse a lot of people do need college degrees but i feel like the one thing that i would really uh, try to impress upon either parents or students is do the research and just be informed about why you're making a decision because uh, a four-year degree is pushed is the status quo, but it doesn't need to be. Like I said, I was able to do it quickly and I know a bunch of other people who were as well and were able to benefit from it. And I know a lot of people who took four years or even more and that was the right decision for them. So it's not me saying, hey, get through college and as fast as you can all the time, no matter what. It's be intentional, make the right decision. Um, and even like when I said a four-year degree is the status quo, uh, I'd love to hear uh, what do you think? And maybe I'm going to bias it by asking this question, but what percentage of students do you think actually graduate within four years with the rest either taking longer than four years or just dropping out? Uh, I don't think it's very high. I went to, I went to the military route. So, you know, okay. I, That's so a great I, move. I'm probably not the great person to ask. Cause like, I didn't even go through school. I, I mean, I was like, I'll, I'll do the military route. So, 
I mean, is it, I'm assuming it's high because, you know, you're, you're checking on more money as they go through. And I know, you know, money being a big issue, why people drop out is is a big reason. Yeah. So the average, only 33.3% of people who start college finish within four years, just one third and less than 60% even finish in six and the rest either drop out longer, either take longer or they drop out. And so my big, you know, spiel is that the people who dropped out or took six or seven years, it's not because they were planning on it. It's because they didn't have a plan. And so I'm not saying everyone should finish in two years like I did. I'm just saying, whatever you do, just go into it with a plan and, you know, just be intentional about the reason you're doing it. You know, as an 18 year old, you're about to spend six figures on college. This will be the biggest purchase. One of the biggest purchases you ever make in your life. So you should approach it as such, I think. So my question, and that brings up another good question, because you're like 18, and like I said, and was it, what made you want to go through faster? Is it just because you knew the system was faster, or, or you know, I mean, you were, intention, you were intentional about getting through, seems, at that rate of, of speed. I mean, was there something that pushed you to do that, or, you know, you know, what would make the person think about that kind of stuff is what I'm, I guess, trying to ask. Yeah. Um, so part of it was, I guess, to an extent, I stumbled into doing it quite as well as I did. Uh, I was my original goal was I wanted to finish in three years. Um, and that just, like I said, it originally came just from me looking into it and realizing the average four year degree at a private school is over 200,000 at a public school. It's, you know, somewhere between 110 and 160,000. And that's just for if you take four years. And if I'm able to cut a year off of me paying money and instead I'm working and I'm making money, that's just huge for my eventual future. Not to mention, you know, if I have an extra year of work experience, I'm more likely to get, you know, a promotion a year early uh, compared to other people my age in general. So I just realized that the sooner I'm able to finish college, the better it'll be for my future self. Like I might be giving up a little fun in the here and now, but long-term it'll be worth it. And not to mention COVID-19, well, it's, you know, a tragedy, it's a great, you know, impetus or kick in the pants for students now who are, you know, everything's fun about college is just stopped. I live in a college town right now, uh, and you can't do anything that's the traditional college experience. And so now is a great time to get going at it and really to put the work in now. Um, but the original driving factor behind that was I'm willing to sacrifice in the short term because I realize long term it's going to be worth it. And the more I looked into different ways of how I'm able to do this, the more I realized, oh, like I can do this way faster than three years and I can do it easier too. Originally, it was just going to be, I'm going to take a lot of classes. Um, and instead it was, hey, I found a way to, and we can get into this, a typical college class costs $1,500 and you're in there for four months. I found a way to take it for $89 and have it done in 90 minutes. And I did that a bunch. Less headaches, less stress. It's just easier. I worked a couple jobs. I had fun with friends, like all that typical college experience. You know, I went on spring break every year. My brother studied abroad in Europe and I was able to visit him. Like college was just as easy to me as it seemed like it was to everyone else. Um, and it's not, it's because I didn't really have to work harder. I just had to find hacks or shortcuts or work smarter, if you will. Um, right. But the original uh, reason behind that was just, I'm willing to sacrifice in the short term because long term, it's going to, the pros are just going to far outweigh the cons. Right, right. And I, I want to remind listeners that if you're dropping, Casey's dropping some big nuggets. And if you're picking them up and you're enjoying what he, ha- he has to say, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a comment in there. We'll know that you enjoy it by giving us a thumbs up. And also, uh, 
my next question is really comes down to this doesn't necessarily have to be for the degree. Can you use some of these um, for like taking just like um, certificate classes for like people who want to go back and, 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 you know, hone their skills? You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Can you can they use these as well? Yeah. So majority of my work with this book, as well as my online course, uh, all of that will pretty much apply universally to bachelor's degree programs. However, there is going to be some crossover, whether that be towards certification programs, um, even, you know, grad degrees. Like I said, not only my bachelor's degree, but I was able to cut my master's degree in half as well. Um, I, have pe I have friends who are, you know, getting certifications or certificate degrees. And I've seen there's been some crossover. However, it is going to be a little bit more hit or miss depending on, you know, the school that you're going to, the certification you're looking for, and just the different things they're going to allow. Um, so there definitely is some crossover, but I would hesitate to speak uh, confidently on specifically all the time certain strategies will or will not work. But there is going to be some crossover. And like I said, if one tip is even able to save one class, you know, hopefully it's worth it at that point. Right, right. So, Mr. Casey, the question I always love to ask people is what's the one thing you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, so I spoke to this earlier, but I, I think it's really just however you want to phrase it is be intentional or have a plan. Um, obviously, graduating in less than two years worked for me. I know some other people that that might not be a good idea, idea for. Uh, you spoke to wondering if, you know, whether I'm young, if that hurt my career prospects. Um, for me personally, it didn't, but I could understand, you know, if somebody wanted to be a doctor or a nurse, like there's a pretty rigid, <clears throat> excuse me, a pretty rigid pathway for your career progression and development. And I have friends who went to school for nursing. I couldn't imagine them finishing in two years. Um, I know some who are, you know, they talked to me and they were able to use some of these strategies to still cut a semester or a year out, um, but that might not work for them. I know people who, if they wanted to go into really, uh, really competitive job positions, you know, like investment banking, things like that, where they need those extra years to get internship experience and that could affect you as well. And so, I don't want to leave with people saying, hey, graduate early. It's going to be awesome for your future. There's, you know, all upside, no downside, or that it won't even be tough. I just want to, if there's one thing I can leave, it's just have a plan and, you know, figure out what you're going to do and do it for a reason. Uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, taking a gap year to figure out what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with not going to college. Um, but the thing is just don't walk into it hoping that you'll figure it out or don't spend $200,000 before you even have a plan for what you're going to get out of it. Uh, so if there's one thing I can leave everyone with, it's just have a plan and be intentional about why you're doing what you're doing. And I guess that expands beyond college. Right, right. I I like I said, I love that. So, Mr. Casey, where can people find more information about you, your services, and, and in your book? Sure. So my website is C Woodard, which is my last name, C-W-O-O-D-A-R-D.com. And there they'll be able to find the links to my book, which is listed on Amazon, is both paperback and Kindle e-reader, as well as my online course. And then uh, soon launching is a personal one-on-one -on -one consulting. So just a quick overview, distinction between those. The book is specifically for anybody who they or their child know, you know, where they want to go to school, what they want to study, and it's just all the tips and tricks to get through it as quickly, as affordably as possible. Uh, the online course is a lot more holistic, step-by-step. Um, if you're in the 10th grade, they'll walk through everything from how to get credits while you're in high school, uh, the psychology and logistics behind choosing a school and a major, um, all the way to all the tips and tricks to saving money on college. We'll walk through how to apply for scholarships, all the different ways to 
be most likely to succeed and get the best ones. And even my favorite lesson I call textbook hacking is how to get all of your textbooks basically for free. Uh, the average student spends $1,300 every single year on textbooks, which is over five grand for four years. And I want to teach you or your student how to get them all for free. Um, and that's a lesson in the online course. And then the personal consulting is the umbrella in which anything else might fall. If you want a custom developed plan for you or your student, or you just have any questions, um, that's the place to be. So seawater.com. Well, thank you for your time. And I definitely want to make, I want to reach out to you because I, I know this might produce a lot of questions. So would you be willing to come back, you know, and have a, a further discussion about, you know, what's happening and, and maybe answer some questions that the answers might, you know, that listeners might have? I certainly would love to. If you got any questions in, I'd love to come back and I'd absolutely love to be able to answer those. Uh, like I said, I've created some stuff, but at the end of the day, like if you have a question, feel free to reach out to you or just email me at Casey at C. Woodard. And I, I'm really big and passionate about this issue. Um, just helping students, you know, people my age get off to the right foot. So any questions any of your listeners might have, I, I would love to be able to tackle those uh, the best way possible, especially with the way COVID has changed the entire landscape of college. Um, I'm sure people are going to be doing their own research into this and seeing uh, maybe this is what it took for people to realize that there's a better solution out there. So I'd love to answer any questions in the future. Well, thank you, Mr. Casey. And I do want to shout out to Mr. Evan to connecting us. Yes, he's the man. And also, yeah. one, <laughs> he's, he's connecting me with a lot of great people and you're one of them. So thank you, Mr. Abton, for, for oh, the stuff. He is awesome. Thank you, Abton. And I also want to say thank you, Mr. Casey, for your, your knowledge and your wisdom for coming on and being a, a wonderful guest and, and hosting and allowing me to answer some questions like, you know, the older person that I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and I also want to reach out and let everyone know feedback is always welcome. All the, uh, the links that Casey mentioned will be posted in the comments. Um, Again, if you're enjoying the wisdom that he's sharing, give us a thumbs up, share us a comment, and, and let us know. And also, if you're getting any wisdom and insight that people are sharing besides Mr. Casey and everybody else that we have, please consider hitting the like button. We really need that support. And also, remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and, and create your own path. And again, thank you, Casey, for being here. Thank you for our listeners. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you on another episode of Coffee with Tea. Until then, have a great day. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. Hi, everyone. This is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free. And if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.